Hey there, friends and foes. Good morning, multiverse. This is Back of the Cereal Box, a pop culture podcast that celebrates the fun of the Saturday experience of our youth while surviving adulthood today. I am your host, the prophet of pop culture, John Pica. You can call me Johnny. And on this episode, we are going to take a deep dive into HBO Max's Velma. And we're going to do that right after this from The Murdering Crows. It's like Coca-Cola, Levi's Thank you to the Murdering Crows for that awesome theme song. You can get their album, Four Bad Crows, from Amazon, Google, iTunes, wherever you buy music. Go check it out. Now, we are a pop culture podcast that celebrates the fun of the Saturday experience of our youth while surviving adulthood today. When I was a kid, the Saturday experience, Saturday mornings, meant cartoons, comics, kaiju, kung fu movies, pro wrestling, getting on the bike, riding down to the mall, going to the movies, to the comic book shop. That was the Saturday experience. And a big part of the Saturday morning experience was breakfast cereal. Sitting down with a big bowl of cereal in front of the TV to watch our favorite cartoons in our pajamas And I am of an age where we did not have smartphones or tablets at the breakfast table on Saturday morning or any morning for that matter. So in between cartoons, comics, kaiju, and kung fu movies, we were reading the back of the cereal box. That was our world. That was our newspaper. That was my portal to a lot of the pop culture stuff that I love today like comics and games and toys. You know, there was nothing more fun than reaching into that box of cereal and digging out the toy, the prize, or reading the comic strip on the back, or sometimes even they would put comic books in the box, or, you know, getting uh, a poster, or whatever it was, a, a, a game printed on the back that you had pieces that you cut out and you could play. I love all of that, and that's what this show is about. One of the biggest pieces of the Saturday mornings of my youth was Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? Now, I have to admit that when I was a kid, I was not a huge fan of Scooby-Doo. But as I got older, I learned to appreciate it more, and especially my wife, who was a Scooby-Doo fanatic, really turned me on to the Scooby-verse. And for my money... The very best iteration of Scooby and the gang is Mystery Incorporated. It's a series that was aired on Cartoon Network about 10 years ago. And it really 
was a love letter to the entire mythos of the Scooby-Doo universe, the Scooby-Doo mythology. And it was phenomenal. It tied together all of the iterations of Scooby-Doo. It filled in holes and it created new possibilities among the characters. I loved Mystery Inc. And I've become a fan of Scooby-Doo in just about every iteration. So when Velma was announced on HBO Max, a, a an adult swim version of the Scooby mythos created by Mindy Kaling, I went into it with some trepidation. And I'm going to give you my initial review and thoughts about the first two episodes right after this commercial break. Thank you, Anchor FM, for sponsoring this episode. All right, let's talk about Velma. So Velma is an adult swim style show. It The best way I can describe it is Stranger Things meets a CW teen drama using characters from Scooby-Doo. At least that's the perceived intention. Now, Velma is getting a lot of hatred from all sides of fandom, from, you know, the left, from the right, from the social justice warriors to the men's right activists. Everybody in between is really hating on this show. It is now the worst reviewed HBO Max show on Rotten Tomatoes. It's gotten over 2,000 negative reviews. Fans are not liking this. Now, I'm going to preface this by saying that I think a lot of fans who are giving this poor reviews are not even giving this show a chance. And they're review bombing it based on what they've heard or what they've been told, but they haven't actually seen it. Because hot take, Velma doesn't deserve the hatred. It's not a bad show. It's actually a pretty well-written mystery. It's it's topical. It's contemporary. It is funny in a very quirky, uh, parody-style way. I think as a show, it's pretty good. As a Scooby-Doo show... It's pretty awful. And I think that's where most people are taking issue with it. They're not seeing past the Scooby prequel concept and actually taking the show on face value for what it is. Because on face value, it's well written. The characters are well developed. Um, They are parodies that are cutting parodies uh, regarding society today, there's there's pretty strong social commentary in this show. Um, one of the issues that people take is the, you know, the the racial recasting of the um, of the characters, the racial swapping, as it were. Mindy Kaling actually plays Velma, and she does a great job. She really does capture the spirit and the elements of. Velma, her speech patterns and her idiosyncrasies, she does a great job. But in this show, you know, Mindy Kaling is a 
an Pacific Asian uh, woman, and that's how she cast Velma. She is a, a Middle Eastern Asian woman, a, a girl. Um, and some people take issue with that, but, yeah, you know, I don't think it really matters. I don't think it changes the fundamental makeup of who Velma is. Now, some of the other changes go beyond race, and they are completely different characters. And this is where so many people are taking issue. Daphne is an adopted Asian girl with two lesbian moms. Um, in, in the previous mythos, Daphne was always the daughter of a very wealthy couple, uh, grew up with a silver spoon in her mouth, and that is not the case here. These are struggling police officers. They, you know, live in, you know, the, the middle of the, uh, middle income families. And Daphne is basically using the Mean Girls Act to kind of mask her own insecurities about, who she is, where she lives, and, you know, how she grew up. Shaggy is a blogger, a, you know, a very popular food blogger. Um, He doesn't, he's not called Shaggy, he is Norville. And in the original show, Shaggy Norville Jones was who Shaggy was. So here he just goes by Norville. But he is mixed race, black and white. Uh, He wears dreads, and he is not a stoner. He is opposed to drug use. Okay, that's a the, both of those are pretty pretty stark departures from the traditional characters that we know. But Fred is maybe the biggest departure. Yes, he is still an upper middle class privileged white guy, but he's so privileged, he's so pampered that he's useless. He's basically a child in a teenager's body. And he acts like a child. He's not very bright. He he can't even cut his own food. He has to be fed. It's actually kind of ridiculous. And that's a big departure. The other big departure is there is no Scooby-Doo. There is no dog. And a lot of people are taking issue with that. So is it woke garbage, as some reviewers are calling it? I'm going to say no. And again, I'm going to reiterate that I think it is a good show. It is a good mystery show. It is a good teenage animated drama, well, comedy drama. Is it a good Scooby show? No, it is not. It is a horrible Scooby show. But if you go into it with the proper expectations, I think you might enjoy it. I actually enjoyed this show. Will these become the definitive characters in the Scooby mythology? God no. And I I hope not. I really wish that they had produced this show but used different character names. Not called it Velma. Just they could have called her Mindy after the creator, Mindy Kaling. I, I just wish they hadn't used the Scooby character names and likenesses because they are not the Scooby characters. And that's where a lot of people take issue with it. I want to know what you think, though. I want you to go watch the first two or three episodes and comment. Do you agree? Is is it a good show despite 
some of the hatred being thrown at it is the hatred justified or do you agree with the people who are hating on it that it's just garbage and even if you do believe that i want to encourage you to change your language a little bit instead of just some calling something hot garbage or trash just say you know what this really didn't resonate with me i'm not the intended demographic this show wasn't for me i didn't connect with the characters or the story but i can appreciate the effort and the vision of the creators that's the way to give a negative review so i want to encourage you that but post your comments either here on the episode or in our facebook group on the uh, serial box network saturday rec room and let us know what you think. You can send us a voicemail. You can shoot us an email. Go old school at serialboxpodcast at gmail.com. And if you like our show, make sure you follow and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening. And more importantly, become a supporter. Buymeacoffee.com slash serialboxpod or at our website, back of the cereal box dot fun click on the buy me a coffee donate now button and become a supporter two five ten dollars a month that's all we ask you can buy us a bowl of cereal two three or even the whole box and if you hate our shows donate even more generously to help us improve just for you Well, that's my thoughts and my view and review of Velma. Hope you enjoyed it and can't wait to hear what you think. Until the next time, tell two, three hundred of your closest friends and family to come share the fun. Love you, mean it. We'll catch you on the back of the cereal box.